Hallelujah. Come on, give him another hand clap and shout this morning. Lift up a voice of praise. I'm thankful for our choir and our music today. Appreciate them. Let's give them a hand. And I want to say again how thankful we are for our kids' service this morning and for uh, Brother Shannon and the ones that helped him minister today and, and excited and grateful that God filled uh, Augusta with the Holy Ghost this morning. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Well, she won't forget March the 31st. There's uh, s- several birthdays in here today, natural birthdays, and we're, we're thankful you were born. Uh, I've got a, a very sp- special young lady, a niece of mine. It's her birthday today. Miss Savannah, we're thankful for her. Brother Wendell, back there in the sound, his birthday is today. And then uh, Brother Kenneth had a birthday today. And if did I miss anybody? Anybody else got a birthday in here and I didn't call it? Because we'll, we'll sing to you. We won't put a hat on you or anything, but we, we might sing to you. But if it is your birthday, then happy birthday. We're glad you're born. We're glad you're here. And we're glad to be in the house of the Lord today. God's good to us. Praise God. So just stay standing with me for about four or five scriptures right here. John chapter 5, if you have your Bible with you today. John 5 and verses 5 through 9. And the Lord's good. All the time. What a great God. What a great God. John 5 and 5. And a certain man was there. You know, there's a certain man here or a certain woman here today. He was in a place he needed to be. I'm going to start preaching before I get finished. A certain man was there which had an infirmity, 38 years well that's time for a change when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case he saith unto him wilt thou be made whole the impotent man answered him sir I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool but while I am coming another Steppeth down before me. And Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, took up his bed and walked, and on the same day was the Sabbath. Now before I jump into this preaching, I want to remind us all of a very important fact that we see in the scripture Mark 10 and 27 tells me that with God all things are possible and then if we back up a chapter Mark 9 and 23 says that if we can believe all things are possible to him that believeth in Genesis 18 and 14 when the Lord let Sarah know that her and Abraham would have a child in their old age. 
she could not understand that and so the Lord asked her a question is anything too hard for the Lord and so we see our young man in the in the scripture been sick 38 years at least had been in that case for 38 years and the Lord looked at him and said, now it's been a long time. So I want to preach today on this thought, that's long enough. That's long enough. Would you lift your hands and pray with me this morning as we get ready for the word of God. Precious Jesus, right now, we thank you for your word and the promise that it gives and the faith that it instills. And Lord, today we know that Nothing is too hard for you. Lord, anoint these lips of clay. Give me words for your people today. Words to feed your sheep. God, words that would encourage us today. Lord, and we ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Come on and give him a hand clap for the word. Before you're seated, turn around and tell your neighbor that's been long enough. You can be seated in the house of the Lord. Thank you for being here today. There are some things that are just so simple in the scripture that we overlook it or we, we can't believe that it is that simple. And when it's those kind of messages, that's the ones that me and God go round and round about because I'm like, I don't know if that's deep enough. Whoever said it had to be. I'm here to declare and proclaim liberty to the captive, to the opening of the prison to them that are bound. It's time to get some beauty in exchange for those ashes. It's time to get the oil of joy for that morning that you've been going through. It's, it's time to put on the garment of praise because you've been dealing with the spirit of heaviness for just a little bit too long. And I'm going to tell you this today. That whatever it is you're going through, and no matter how long that it has been with Jesus, it's been long enough. And so we see a man that uh, was there. He was in the place where he needed to be, a place for a miracle. As we read, we know that uh, if you back up and read, you know that at a certain season that the angel of the Lord would come down and trouble the water by the pool where he was at. And the first one that could get down into the water would receive a miracle, would be made whole. And so uh, this man had been there. I don't know that he had been there 38 years. It says he's been in this case for 38 years. I don't know if he came from another country because he heard of it. I don't know if he waited till he got a little older or maybe he had been there 38 years. I don't know. I don't know how long the angel had been there. What I do know is he was in the right place at the right time for a miracle. And not just because the pool was going to be troubled, but because Jesus was about to come walking through the crowd. Uh, you're sitting in here today, and, and it's easy sometimes to feel like nobody even knows I'm here, but Jesus knows you're here. It said there was a whole multitude of, of people that were sick and needed miracles, but he came right to this one guy and said, will you be made whole? You know, the Lord might just be creeping through your aisle right now, about to stop right there in front of your seat and, and whisper into your spirit, will you be made whole? 38 years is a long time. Scripture says he'd, he'd been that way in a long time. Sometimes it feels like 
it's a long time. But to people, that can be five minutes. Because some people, five minutes is a long time. Some people, two minutes is a long time. Some people, if you don't get up and do it now, that's too long. You, you, I asked you a question. You, you had to think about it. You didn't answer right away. You hesitated. That's long. And to the, some people, that's long enough. And this guy was laying there. And I don't know how many days, like I said, again, we don't know. But uh, all I know is that it was time for it to change. You're in the right place for a miracle. And not just because you're in this sanctuary today. Just because you're in this world. That there's an opportunity for Jesus to touch you. And sometimes it feels like we have been waiting a long time, but, but we don't need to run because we're in the right place. Sometimes it seems like everybody else is passing over me and walking over me and getting their miracle, and I'm still sitting here, but your miracle's coming. It's been a long time, but I'm telling you that today we're going to see that it's been long enough. From the time that it starts, let me tell you, you can go ahead and put Jesus on it, and friend, it can be over with. But if you find yourself as this man, I've been struggling. I've been going through some things. Oh, I, I, I show up. I'm at church. But there's been some things going on for a long time that I need to get rid of. There's some things been happening in my body for a long time that I need Jesus to heal. There's some things that's been going on in my spirit and in my mind and in my emotions that, that it is, it's handicapped me. It's got me laying down in the place of a miracle. It's got me in a place where I can't quite get to what I need to get better. But today, you're going to get the power to take up your bed and walk. But today, you're going you're gonna to realize there's going to be some faith being poured out in this place, you're going to understand that, hey, I, I don't have to lay here and let people step over me. I'm going, I'm going to think outside of the pool for a little while and remember that I've got a God, that I've got a Savior, that he's as close as calling that name. And all I have to do is speak the name of Jesus because if I can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And we've been handicapped too long. We've been sitting around being troubled by things too long. Things that are no problem for the Lord. I know it's simple, but let me tell you, it'll get you every time. It'll get you every time. But I'm telling you that, that there is nothing too hard for the Lord. And, and we've let things that we ought to be giving to him. And we've been dealing with things that he ought to be knocking out of the way. We, we're dealing with things we should be speaking to and seeing them dissolve. And that's holding us back and tripping us up. It's in our own mind. It's in our own hearts. We, we talk ourselves out of it. We just keep laying there. I wonder how many days this guy just never even tried. What's the use? Well, you showed up. Yeah, but I just like hanging out with all these people. Because people that's going through stuff, a lot of times they just want to be somewhere. They don't want to be alone. But I'm just all right. Oh, hey, Tom, you got your miracle today. That's good. I'll just lay here. I'll be back tomorrow. Maybe he just spent the night. Hey, I got my bed. I can't walk. Might as well sleep. I don't know. But I do know that sometimes people will get comfortable in their affliction. And they will get comfortable in a group of people who are afflicted. And they will qu quit trying to step out and get their miracle. They, they won't even try anymore. Now he could he said he was, he was lame. He was laying on that bed. And, but somehow he tried to get there even without a man. 
Because the Lord asked him, said, well, you know, will you be made whole? Well, I have no man. And when I am coming, someone steps down before me. So he's, maybe he, he was dragging himself or maybe he was just rolling off the steps. I don't know what he was doing trying to get to that water. But he needed that miracle. Yeah. And maybe he just finally decided it's not going to happen here. But he was there every day. So simple but so powerful that God can and will deliver. Even today in this 21st century, God still does the miraculous. It doesn't, we don't have to be wearing robes and sandals and, and eating dust to see miracles. We don't have to be sitting out in the middle of the field eating fish and loaves to see miracles. Friend, let me tell you, you can wake up every morning and speak that name of Jesus. You show up in a house full of people that believe in the Lord, huh? you're in the place for a miracle. You get anywhere where there's two or more gathered in his name and he's there in the midst, you're there for a miracle. There's a reason you're in this house today. It ain't just so I can see how pretty you was. God wants to heal you or touch you or fix you today. He's going through the crowd. Somebody wants to be made whole. Somebody needs to be touched. Somebody needs their faith encouraged. Somebody needs a blessing today. Hoping for a miracle. Oh, I don't have anybody and everybody's bypassing me, singing the blues. He was hoping for a miracle from the pool, but a greater one than the pool was there. And I want to tell you today that there's a greater one than the pool in here. Oh, I believe angels are watching. I believe they walk the aisles while we're worshiping. I believe they, and we're singing, I believe they sing with us. But there's one greater than angels. And there's one greater than the pool. There's one greater than your pastor. There's one greater than the oldest saint, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Where there's two or more gathered in his name. And there ain't a reason. There ain't a reason for me to come here and leave without having everything I need. There ain't a reason. There ain't a reason for me to come here and leave without having some encouragement and some faith and knowing that God can do anything that I need him to do. Sometimes you may not be healed when you leave here, but you're feeling better because God can lift your faith. God can encourage you. Paul prayed three times, Lord, get these thorns out of my flesh. And he said, nope, you can serve me despite the thorns. And he realized, hey, I got something greater than the thorn. And his grace is sufficient. And when I'm weak, oh, then he is strong. He says, so I'm going to rejoice in my infirmities. And let me tell you, if we are, are, are suffering for his name, the Bible says, happy are ye. Count it all joy when you fall in divers temptations because you, hey, listen, you're in the right place, in the right frame. You're just the right candidate for a miracle. And I can lay on my bed of affliction waiting for something other than Jesus because that's what he was doing. It's amazing that people still show up to church looking for something other than the Lord. Here comes the healer of all our diseases standing above him. Will you be made whole? I, I don't even know if he looked at him. I'm trying to wash the water, fella. I can't, you see, kind of state I'm in. I got to get every head start I can get. Why don't you distract somebody else? Will you be made whole? I don't even believe he looked up at him. I, I don't have a man uh, or, and people step over me before I can get there. So, so if you, shh, I'm waiting for the angel. Oh, and miss 
You can look anywhere else, but Jesus is what you need. There's a lot of things that might, might make you feel a little better for a little while, but what you need is Jesus. And when we, we can get our eyes off anything else and start looking at him and listening to the voice of him, he was speaking a word to him. Will you be made whole? Well, I don't have anybody. And I have to drag myself and people step in before me. But let me tell you something. When our excuses meet Jesus, they die. Jesus is the place where circumstances and reasons and excuses, that's where they go to die. (laughs) I can't be better because no man will help me and I can't get to the water. Take up your bed and walk. I don't know what he felt in that instance, but he felt something. Before I get to what he felt, let me, let me just jump back for a second. I don't want to get comfortable in the crowd of, of, of people who are making excuses of why they're not better. I'll tell you why people don't get better. It's because man can't do it for you. There was another man that had a problem a long time. Jesus showed up in the land of the Gadarenes and there was a man ran out to meet him and he was filled with a legion of devils and it said he'd been had those devils for a long time. But when he met Jesus, that was long enough. But you know what it said about him? That people would, he would cut himself and cry and, and run through the tombs and that spirit would drive him to do things and they would, they would chain him up and bind him up but it never worked. But you know what did work? When Jesus showed up. He'd been like that way a long time, but, but stay right where you are because Jesus is coming. Let me tell you, the Lord is coming. He came by Bartimaeus. He came, he came by Zacchaeus. He came by where the woman could get through the crowd and touch the hem of his garment. He came to a place where Jairus could come and say, hey, heal my daughter. She's about to die. Let me tell you, when people heard where Jesus was, they went to him. And that's what they were needed. So this man is laying here talking about the men that can't do it and he can't do it, but Jesus is here. The healer and the deliverer, the Savior is here. It's been a long time, fella, but it's long enough. I heard Brother Conway many times. He would pray for people. God would show him uh, in those services. He'd get somebody to stand and they would come and he'd say, the Lord showed me you've got this situation going on in your body and, and maybe you don't believe in that stuff, but I do because I've seen especially when I've watched him call people out that I know he didn't know and that, that I knew exactly the condition they had and he, he just called it out just like if somebody had wrote him a note and told him what to say. And he'd say, how long has this been bothering you? And they'd be just short answer. They'd say, oh, a long time. And he'd say, he'd look around and he'd just start laughing. He'd say, well, that's long enough. And then... In the name of Jesus. Except he didn't cover his microphone up. And you didn't have no choice but to get better. But I saw it work. And I know that they had been to doctors. And I know they had taken medicine. I'm not against doctors and all these things. We we got them. God give them knowledge and wisdom. I believe all that. But I do know that there is a healer of all of our diseases. 
And just because it has been a long time, the length of time or the severity of the problem does not intimidate Jesus. He never looks and says, you're too far gone. The doctors may say there's nothing more I can do. The lawyers may say there's nothing more I can do. Your therapist may say there is nothing more that I can do. Because let me tell you, all that stuff runs its course but it is never out of reach of Jesus. He can always touch. He can always heal. He, hey, let me tell you, he can even say, Lazarus, come forth. The doctors were done with Lazarus. The undertaker was done with Lazarus. And his family had already said, by this time, he's stinking. It's, we can't roll the stone away now. But the Lord simply said, didn't I say, if you would believe that you would see the glory of God? They rolled the stone back. Lazarus, come forth. I don't know who believed, who didn't believe at that moment, but I would have loved to have seen everyone's face when Lazarus comes hopping to the door of that tomb, bound in them grave clothes, not, not with skin falling off his body, I, I believe whatever was there, I believe he eradicated the smell of death. I believe his flesh was new. His lungs were new. His heart was new. It made everything. He probably had skin like a baby. Lazarus, what do you use, man? He said, I don't know how old he was. He might have been 60, 70 years old. I don't know how old he was. I bet he didn't have a wrinkle. Just looked good. Let me tell you, Jesus can fix things where it's different. Ah, I didn't believe that. Even the Lord didn't. I said, Jesus can fix things, and they'll be different. Still in this day, still in this hour, God can change a life. God can make things better. God can make things new. It still happens today. It's still going on. So, oh, you don't know what I'm going through. Don't have to. The Lord knows, and it don't intimidate him. You don't know what I've done. Don't care, because the Lord knows, and it don't intimidate him. It's not stopping him. Sarah was old. Abraham was old. Past the age of, uh, this one place of Scripture referred to Abraham and him as good as dead. I don't believe as a man alive like to hear being described as that. Man, I still, uh-uh. I still, you know, I'm still strong. Good as dead. But biology don't bother the creator. He made that body. Well, this organ quit working, that organ quit working, then God can fix it. Well, this ain't happening, that ain't happening. God can fix it. <laughs> We used to talk about God doing closed heart surgery. He can do it. God can fix it. I've seen people with kidney stones, and God dissolved kidney stones. I've seen people with, with growths and things and, and skin diseases that God healed them. I had a, a guy come up to, in camp meeting one. I don't even know what was wrong with his hands. It scared me. I didn't even want to touch him. His hands were eat up with some kind of, and he was looking for somebody to pray. And I was just a young minister at that time. And he come up and he said, would you pray for my hands? Yeah, I did. I just, Lord, 
laid hands on him, prayed with him. I didn't know him. He didn't go to our church. He was at camp meeting. He came back at the next, it was either the next revival service we had or fellowship meeting, and I was standing down there. I didn't even remember him. He walked up and he said, do you remember me? And I said, I don't. He did like that, and both his hands was just as smooth as mine. Because God's still a healer. Hebrews 11 says that uh, Sarah judged him faithful who had promised. And so she received that child. She had that child because she judged him faithful that promised. Listen, I don't know what you're going through today. And I don't know how long you've been going through it. What I do know is that all things are possible if you can believe. Oh, I know, I know, it's, it's simple. I know, I get it. It, it. This is too simple, Pastor. No, I'm telling you that it's the simple things that, that keep us bound. It's the simple things that keep us locked up. It's the simple things that stop us sometimes. I can tell you how people are about small things. When you swerve to, to miss a, a, a rabbit or, or, a, or a, a turtle in the road, that's what we do when we see small things in our way. We swerve. Well, that's a rabbit. That's a turtle. You don't want to die. I don't want to die. So how about keeping it on the road? It's the little bitty things that will make us swerve, slam on the brakes, and stop. It's the same way. It's them little things that get in there somewhere, and, and it stops us. It, you know, it don't take much to block your ears. You ever seen people wear them, them little earplugs? You can't even tell they got them. They wall them up, stick them in there. You can't even tell they got them. They can't hear nothing you're saying. That happens in church. That happens in our walk with God. We get this, this little bit of stuff in our ear, a little bit of doubt, a little bit of bitterness, a little bit of jealousy, a little bit of envy, a little bit of anger. Yeah, come on, it gets in there. Also, you can't hear the preaching, you can't hear the word, you can't hear your brother and sister, but you're sitting there and you can't get better. But today, we're going to get better. Today, we're going to realize that the Lord's here. There's no need to make excuses and sing the blues if you know who it is you serve. When that man said, I don't have anybody, I can't, you know, of course, hey, he didn't know Jesus. He didn't know who he was. He felt something when he said, rise, take up your bed and walk, though. But he didn't know him. And so he's, he's just laying there. I, I think about that woman at the well. that uh, she, He was talking to her about living water, and, and, and he said, give me the drink. And she said, hey, you're a Jew. Why are you asking me a Samaritan for something to drink? And he said, if you knew who I was and what it was I had to give, you'd be asking me. Oh, if we just knew what Jesus was offering if we just realized every time we walk in here what he's offering. Instead, we're sitting around trying to, trying to fill up on something that's just going to make us feel better to Monday. But he said, I'll give you something and you'll never thirst again. So we can't even get, comprehend that because, oh, no, I know I'll feel bad again. I'm going to feel bad again. Uh, you may have trouble again, but you can have joy unspeakable and full of glory. You can decide that I'm going to walk different even if I don't feel better. Do you think that man never had a day where he didn't feel good, but he said, I'm not going back and laying on that bed, and I'm not going back and laying on that porch. I'm not going back to where I was before. I might not feel good today, but I'm not going back because he did something in me. If we just knew what it was sometimes, we could just get it in our mind, what it is that God wants us to do. 
Oh, I know we come together to fellowship and we come together to sing unto the Lord and we, we come to worship together. But as individuals, everyone in the room, Jesus is walking through the house. And if you just knew what he had for you, you'd be asking him. You'd be asked. He wouldn't have to ask you. You'd be saying, right here, right here, right here. Hey, right here, Jesus. I'm right here. He wouldn't have to search you out. He wouldn't have to tap you on the shoulder. You'd be, hey, hey, right here. I know that the one that can help me is here. I know that the one that loves me is here. I know that my Savior is here. I ain't got to say, oh, well, I'll just wait till he gets by to me. Oh, if we really believed he was here. When you know who you serve, you ain't got to sing the blues. When you know who you serve, you ain't got to grumble and complain. When you know who you serve, you just speak a word of faith. What if we came on Sunday the way people did when they knew Jesus was coming by in the scripture? It'll, it'll make all of us say, oh, I got to pray. What if when we were getting up on Sunday, when that alarm went off on Sunday morning, you realized Jesus is going to be there? Because when they knew that Jesus was going to be somewhere, they thronged him. They, they, they multitudes. 5,000 people sitting out in a field. Didn't even take no food. Got kids. You know kids was crying. Can't we stop by McDonald's? Ain't nothing around here. Just shh, eat some grass. <laughs> well, what are we doing out here? This is where Jesus is going to be teaching. We come to see what he's going to do. Zacchaeus was so lit up when he heard that Jesus was coming by, he climbed a tree so he could see him. Bartimaeus was so uh, taken by the fact that he heard that Jesus was passing by, he began to show out and cry out and make a scene until somebody would get him to where Jesus was. What? Man, they were tearing roofs off houses trying to get people to him. They said when they, people that was well, hey, Jesus is going to be in Capernaum next week. Hey, count me in. Hey, why don't we stop by and pick Fred up? He can't walk. Let's carry him down there. You got your wagon? Let's load him up. Hey, his kids are crazy too. Let's bring them. Let's take them and get them down there. But they would go where he was. And sure, I'm sure some of them went to see the show. But a lot of them went because they knew that he's healing the sick, he's casting out spirits, he's making people's lives better, and if he's going to be there, we're going. What if we woke up on Sundays? I'm going to where Jesus is. Not, 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 I'm, not I'm going to teach my class, not I'm going to preach my message, not I'm going to sing my song. I'm going to where Jesus is. I'm going to where the presence of the Lord is. And then I'm going to worship. I'm going to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. I'm going to enter into his courts with praise. I'm going to see some I'm going to go see his power such as I have seen in the sanctuary. I'm going to see God do something great. What if we treated Sunday the way they treated any day that Jesus showed up? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you what, there'll be, yeah, there'll be wheelchairs and crutches piled up. They're, they're, people will be leaving addictions. People will be letting go of things that are hindering them. Let me tell you, people will be getting better. Time and time again, 
Jesus proved that he changes situations. Listen, I saw this quote the other day. I thought it was pretty clever, but it's true. It said, it's okay to not be okay. But it's not okay to stay not okay. Oh, everybody, you know, has days. But don't stay like that. Even if it ain't Sunday, don't stay like that. Don't, oh, it's just Tuesday. I'm going to have to stay miserable till Sunday. Oh, bless your heart. Uh-uh. Because I still know him on Tuesday. And I can talk to him on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, whichever day it might be. I don't have to wait to revival or camp meeting. I don't have to wait to special speaker and so-and-so's coming and this and that and the other. Uh-uh. I wake up on Tuesday and it, things are careening out of control. It's time to talk to the Lord. Listen, it's okay. Hey, people going. There's going to be days when you say, "You know what? I'm not okay, but God's still okay." So I'm not. If he's if he's around, I'm not going to stay not okay. But some people like to stay not okay. It's it's like a badge of honor for them. It's like their identity. That's why. It, so there are some programs that are out there. I, I, I get it. Okay, they, they help some people. But they hang a label on them. And they, they make them live in fear all the time. It'd be like Jesus, hey, rise and take up your bed and walk. And as he's walking off, oh, but by the way, you're still crippled. And he's scared all the time that he's going to fall back down on that bed again. But now he's taking up his bed and walking. He's got a testimony. That's why I believe that folks that, that, that are alcoholics, I don't believe if Jesus gets done with you, you have to stand up and say, hey, glad to meet you. I'm an alcoholic. Now, hey, hold on now. If you've ever been through one of them programs, I'm not slamming that because it has helped people stop. But you need to realize that if you could just get in touch with Jesus, you'd never have to make that statement again because he will take that desire away from you. He said, well, how do you know that, preacher? I know it because I used to drink every single day before I got in church. I drank every day. Beer, liquor, I didn't care what it was. Making up drinks, funneling drinks, shotgunning drinks, anything you could do. Every weekend, drunk every weekend. Don't even know how I got home sometimes. But when he came by, the craving went. I didn't want to smoke pot no more. I didn't want to fight people no more. I didn't want to cuss no more. Uh, there's a lot of things. You know, I, I, you know, I'm trying. I'm struggling. You know what? Let Jesus have it and stop struggling. Just let Jesus have it and stop struggling. Because God still delivers. If whatever you're doing to get better is, keeps reminding you that you're broke, Find something else. Find Jesus. Find Jesus. Praise God. Oh, I, that was good. I know it was. <laughs> Listen, time and time again, Jesus goes through the scripture proving that he changes situations. And if you're not okay, that's okay. But you need to know it's been long enough. Today could be your day to take up your bed and walk. Bartimaeus, man with legion. We've already mentioned these people. The woman with the issue of blood. 
even the weather, stormy seas, I mean, whatever it was, he could take care of it. No matter what it was, Jesus could take care of it. And he has not lost any power. He can still do it. And somebody said, well, it's been more than a long time. You know, this, this is how I was born. Okay, I can give you that. That don't mean Jesus can't fix it. Last week in the message, the text, in Acts chapter 3, Peter and John going up to the temple. I'm, don't worry about the scripture, sis. I'm just going to run through it, uh, the story, because I know we're running behind. But they're on their way to the temple, and they're talking. There's a guy who was lame from his mother's womb, whom they carried, and they would set him at the gate so he could beg alms and, and, and ask for money. And Peter and John walking up, and, and uh, you know they, they see the guy, and he's like, hey, I'm needing some alms. I'm needing some silver, some coins, and things like that. Born that way, he was conformed to the condition of his birth. And there are people today, yeah, okay, I get, yeah, runs in the family, generational curses, all those things. But whatever happened to him from his birth, it ran out of room on that day. Because Peter said, silver and gold have I none. That won't fix you. But such as I have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And the, it says immediately his feet and ankles received strength. What was broke was fixed. He didn't even have to learn to walk. He had never walked. But he didn't have to have somebody stand and say, come on, come on, take a step. Said he leaped up and started walking. And he was leaping and praising God. And he went to the temple. Everything changed in an instant because of the name of Jesus. Let me tell you, don't limit the name of Jesus. Don't treat it like it's some ceremonial name that we just, we just mentioned that in baptism and it don't have no power. I'm telling you, when you pray in the name of Jesus, when you speak the name of Jesus, things can happen. Everything can be different. And you can walk different. You can walk new. The Bible says that we are raised up to walk in the newness of life. Let me tell you, old things are passed away. It's different, honey. They had to look at him and say, is that him? He ain't allowed in here. Well, that was before he was made whole. Now he can walk. Now he's fixed. Now he's able to come into the temple. Listen, it'll take you places you've never been before if you let it. I don't care if you was born with it. I don't care if you've been dealing with it a long time. Jesus can handle it. Jesus can take care of it. Hey, you might see daily reminders. I'm sure the next time he went in the temple, he said, I used to hang out right there all the time. Not no more. Woo! Not no more. I, I, I'm not staying. I, I'm not going back for old time's sake. That's why I don't get people going back in the world. What was there you'd want to go back to? That'd be like him going, you know what? I think I'm just going to go sit and beg today. Why would you do it? You can walk. Why would you go back and sit right here and, and beg when you can walk and you can move and you can do anything now that anybody else does. Nobody has to carry you no more. You ain't got to beg no more. I just thought I'd go back and try it out. Mm. But that choice is ours. What we're going to do. I'm, I'm trying to wind down. I'm, I'm trying to wind down right here. This man was conformed to the condition of his birth, but Jesus changed that. 
is, is still the name above every name. Nobody's going to carry this guy anymore. He's not going to be begging anymore. And whatever was wrong with him, even if he was born with it, it wasn't too hard for Jesus to fix. He could still do it. So the Lord looks at this guy in our opening scripture, take up your bed and walk. It says immediately the man was made whole. And it, right here, though, there's, there's this, ever how short it is, it's a time of decision. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to walk. I don't know if I want to be better. The sad thing is, is he was. But he just wouldn't walk in it. It's terrible that we can show up in a place where the Lord's at and he can bless us and, and touch us and then we act like he didn't. But this man, he took up that bed he carried that bed as his testimony because the next verse says, when the Jews saw the one who was cured, how they know he was cured? He's carrying his bed. Hey, it's a Sabbath. What are you doing? If it had been any other day of the week, they probably wouldn't have thought nothing about it. It's moving day, whatever. Sabbath? Are you carrying your bed? What's going on here? Well, the man that made me whole told me to take it up and go. Who done it? He didn't even know. Jesus had to find him later and reveal himself to him and say, look, hey, here's, I'm the one. Go your way. Keep going. Sin no more. Unless something worse comes on you. You just keep going. Take up your bed and walk. Let people see that you are not just laying around anymore. Don't get comfortable. Do something different. Woo, I feel better. Man, I could really take a nap now. No, get up and walk. I can just lay here. No, get up and do it. Jesus did this for a reason. He didn't heal you so you could lay here. He didn't call you out of darkness, wash your sins away, fill you with his spirit so you could do nothing. So you could be kicked around and beat up and, and, and hide in a corner and sing the blues. But friend, he gave us what he gave us so we could walk in victory. He gave us the victory. He gave us the power. And there's no reason for us to sit around and let anything hold us back anymore. I don't know what it is, but it's been long enough. If you've had to deal with it for three minutes, it's been long enough. Get rid of it. Quit letting things that are holding you back stay there. Lay aside every weight and the sin. Looking unto Jesus. So you can get rid of things that, that will beset you if you will look at Jesus. That's what he was telling us. If you will look at him, laying aside every weight and the sin... That does so easily beset us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, the one that's writing your story, the one that's uh, made the decisions and has the plans for you, that, that same Jesus that you came down and prayed to, that you were buried in his name and filled with his spirit, that same Jesus that went away to prepare a place, that same Jesus, he did what he did so you could be better. So don't get comfortable. Do something different. He intends on you being made whole. Last page. Aren't y'all glad? So leap up. Praise him. Walk. You've been on that bed of circumstance long enough. You've laid on that bed of depression long enough. That bed of anxiety long enough. That, that bed of bitterness long enough. I mean, come on, somebody. Get over it. Get out of it. Rise up. Take up your bed and walk. 
whether it's sickness, whether it's sickness, whether it's emotional, whether it's spiritual, today, rise up, take your bed, and walk. I'm not going to walk on that same old road anymore. I'm not going to lay here and just be miserable anymore. I'm not going to let this hinder me anymore. I'm going to do something with what God has given to me. Let's all stand together as I, I, I bring it in. How sad it is to remain less than whole when the one who makes all things new is here. You know, that's what he said of himself in Revelation. He said, behold, I make all things new. New. Not refurbished. New. But Jesus made a statement or asked a question of Philip in John 14 and 9. He said, have I been so long time with you and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? I've been with you through it all, Philip, and you don't know me. And maybe you've been going through something for a long time, and the Lord's like, but don't you know I can fix this? Have, have, have you been going through this so long, and, and you don't know that I can fix this? Have I been so long with you? Because he said, I'll never leave you and forsake you. I won't leave you comfortless. I'll come to you. He, 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 he reassures us over and over. Lo, I'm with you. Always, even until the end of the world. Have I been so long with you, church, and have you not known me? Don't you know that I can fix that? Don't you know by now that I can take care of that? Don't, why are you still carrying it? Why are you still laying there? Why don't you get up and walk and do what I asked you to do? Do you know who you serve today? In Jeremiah 17 and 14, one of my favorite scriptures just simply because of the faith in it. No asking, just making the statement. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Not heal me, Lord, if it's your will. Not heal me, Lord, if you can. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For thou art my praise. No doubt, just... He's the healer, and he's the one who saves. I know who I serve today. Listen, you might be down, but you're not out. Rise up and walk. The scripture says, don't rejoice, enemy, when I fall, for I shall arise. In Psalm 42 and 5, the man asked himself, maybe you want to do a little self-examination today, why? Art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. He's like he's talking himself up. Why? Wait a minute. Why am I ready to give up? Why am I acting like this is the end of the road? Hey, hey, hey. Hope in God. God will never fail you. Hope in God. For I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. It's time to speak to your situation. It's time to speak to your circumstance. Now, I don't know what you're facing today, but I'm going to open this altar and give you an opportunity. It ain't the troubling of the water. 
Jesus is here. And I believe if you'll step out in faith today and say, I'm going to be made whole. And you come to this front. You, you can kneel, you can stand, whatever you want to do. But you come to this front today making a declaration. I will be made whole. Yes, Lord, I will be made whole. I'm going to be better. I've been dealing with this, but it's been long enough. And it's time for it to be done with in Jesus' name. While she's playing this morning, would you find a place at this front, at this altar? And in the name of Jesus, make a declaration to your situation. It's been long enough.
been long enough. Been long enough. Why don't you stretch your hands this way? Let's pray for Sister Sandra right now. She's been carrying that oxygen tank around long enough. In the name of Jesus. in the name of Jesus. Some of you that's been beating yourself up. Well, I'm not good enough. I'm not as talented. I'm not outgoing. I'm not smart. Whatever. That bad self-image is going to be gone today in Jesus' name. Let me tell you, the Lord showed us right there in that story. He said, I'll find you, and I'll do for you what no other man can do. Why would he bother seeking somebody out if he didn't love them, if he didn't care about them? He cares about you. He loves you today. And I'm going to tell you all the healing in the world it won't mean nothing if you don't make a decision to rise up and walk walk in newness of life oh but I sure do feel better but you gotta get up and walk but you gotta walk in that straight and narrow you gotta walk carrying that cross daily if you haven't ever made that step decided hey I'm just gonna follow the Lord then you ought to. You need to repent of your sins, be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, and let God fill you with the Holy Ghost. We're going to be here tomorrow night at 7 o'clock to take communion and remember the sacrifice of the Lord. Hope you'll join us. 
before we go grab somebody by the hand and lift it up our visitors we do we do this because we're in this together come on get somebody's hand where you're close by get somebody's hand lift it toward heaven now let's pray together we're in this thing together nobody left behind in the name of Jesus Lord let your face shine down over these people today Lord, give them strength and blessing and boldness in the Holy Ghost. Lord, today in your mighty name, Jesus, touch them. Encourage them, Lord. Make them every wind whole. Lord, today we're taking up our bed and we're going to walk. It's going to be different from this day on in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. Your best days are coming. Your best days are coming. In the name of Jesus, your best days are coming. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, give him a hand clap and a shout of praise in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody feel a little better in here today? You feel like you can make it? I'm going to make it. You're going to make it. We're going to make it. In Jesus' name, praise God. Give the Lord a hand clap and another shout. God bless you. Before you leave, make sure you tell two or three people around you just... Let them know, hey, you're going to make it. We're going to make it in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you to all our visitors again for being with us. We love you. You're welcome to be with us tomorrow night. Prayer meeting, 7 o'clock. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. God bless you.